When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, baby, it is time for the Midweek Clubhouse Report. And, of course, that means it is time to talk to our friend Rob Bradford. The Midweek Clubhouse Report with Bradfoe brought to you by McFarland Energy, Greater Boston and Cape Cod's choice for dependable heating and cooling solutions at McFarlandEnergy.com. We are at Patriots Training Camp. Rob Bradford, are you? Uh, how was your trip to Cooperstown, by oh the way, friend? I mean, are you kidding me? What a what a what a cavalcade of stars that were at that party. Dustin Pedroia, Mike Lowell, the whole crew was there, and then A Rod shows up halfway through to suck the life out of the room. So it's uh, yeah, <laughs> wow. So it's, it was it was it was quite a scene. It was a great great time. I had never done that before. I never gone into sort of the induction ceremony. Oh really? So, oh yeah. No, I had never sat out there and done that whole thing but the whole thing was good man it's 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 not a ton of access you're sort of ushering ortiz in and out but like i said they had an epic party the night before where all these guys his teammates ortiz is there rivera mariano rivera's there rice act you know like the players that i mentioned like it was cool man to see all these guys out there so good time good time had by all uh, how do you feel about this Red Sox club oh after uh, the All-Star <laughs> break, Radfo? Uh, uh, it's, it's hard it has to not gauge. gone great. It's hard to gauge because I, in full transparency, I'm on day two of colonoscopy prep. So it's oh, again uh, with this. Oh man, yeah, king yeah, of the so, colonoscopy, Rob Bradford. Yeah, well, man, there you go. Listen, be safe, be safe out there. Uh, so, it's PSA for well, all what are you? What are you? What are you doing that makes yeah. you unsafe? That you got to get oh, all these know. checks. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just like I like to. Be, <laughs> what do you do with your you, other you, thumb? <laughs> I like to be in perfect physical condition, as you guys <laughs> like, know. I can't so. watch a baseball game. I'm preparing <laughs> for a colonoscopy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what this team's doing. They're well, losing. That's what. That's what I mean. I like yeah. I can't tell if it's because I haven't eaten in two days or if, it, if I'm really seeing things that are this bad. So uh, it, it's listen as I wrote today. It's just too bad that you have to have you have to basically re- be reminded how great being at Fenway with a good team with good players is um, because of a pregame ceremony. And yes. then once once the laundry cart ride ends, then reality sets in, and that's what happened last night. Well, Brad Foe, they're behind the Orioles now, and I know it's a half a game, but just the sound of that, like Keith and I were kind of talking about it, like you're behind the Orioles now. Ah, makes you want to puke. Yeah, I mean, do you think the Orioles are going to do the old Colts banner thing? We finished ahead of the Red Sox for the second time in three years. Sure, they might as well. Right, Right. I mean, hey, if you want to criticize the Red Sox, you cannot beat the Orioles. You are behind them for the second time in three years. It is an uneasy feeling. There's no question about it. And not only that, but you have three teams now between you and the last wild card spot. You're three and a half out. And I heard, you know, I heard Sam Kennedy yesterday. I heard Heim Bloom yesterday. I heard, heard all these people. But let's be honest. Like, this is a day-to-day thing, it felt like. And certainly it feels like that way after yesterday. I mean, you, it feels like this team has to sell. Now, it sounds like they're digging in on Bogart's endeavors for different reasons. 
Um, but when it comes to JD, when it comes to Evaldi, when it comes to these guys, and if they trade these guys, make no mistake about it. If you trade JD Martinez, I know Hein Bloom said they're going for the playoffs. You're not going for the playoffs if you trade JD, Mar- JD Martinez because he's 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 right. that important to that team. So the, you mentioned that, you know there's two different reasons on Devers and Bogarts, which I, I agree with you on. Are are they going to really up their offer to Bogarts? And not necessarily now, but in the off season. Because if they're not, why wouldn't you trade them? Like I don't understand that. Well, I think the, the the reasons why they wouldn't trade him is sort of complex because of his no trade clause, um, because of his performance, and also you ask how this is going to play out. I think that they want to see him for the last two months, and if he sits there and he gets hurt or he doesn't produce or he has a bad stretch, hey, you know what? They're saying, hey, you want to opt out of the $20 million a year? Go ahead. But maybe we want to take the chance that you won't. I still think he will because Scott Boris will say, I will find a landing spot for you. But maybe that's the roll of the dice the Red Sox take. And also, you get to the end of the year, maybe he doesn't perform and and, and you get him for the offer that you gave him before. So I just think that they're willing to get to the end of the year in both those scenarios and say, all right, you know what, we'll reconvene. We don't need to, to give you the shock and awe offer here in July when we might not have to pay that at the end of the year. Don't you think even if he struggles in the next couple of months, he's going to get at least the Trevor Story deal by somebody? Oh, he should. I think he'll get better than Trevor. No, he should. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying even if he struggles, like this idea that he's going to opt out of $20 million, Yeah, he's opting out of $20 million. He could not get a hit right. the rest of the season. He's yeah. opting out of $20 but, million. But, he, but, yeah, but there are people who are saying, oh, look, he's a $20 million a year player. But that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because all you need is a, a team to pay you, and I think there will be teams to pay him above what Trevor Story made. Yeah. Especially when, and, and listen, I mean, the, the Trevor Story thing is, is not a good look for the Red Sox right now. It just isn't. Where you have you, – they can say, well, look, we paid the money to this, to this team or to this player. We, we, we're, not, we're willing to do something like that with a player – well, not only isn't the type of money that we're talking about, but it's also not the type of player that we're talking about. You need foundational players, and Trevor Story right now is not that guy. Brad Foe, do you think getting back to Bogarts real quick that he'll be willing to change positions for another team if the money is right? Because Boris, in theory, is going to have not only Bogarts out there, but do we really think Carlos Correa is going to hang around for two more years in Minnesota? I think it all depends. I think if the, the market, like Marcus Simeon a couple of years ago, he got to the point where there just was not any openings for a shortstop. There just wasn't. So he moved to second base. He took the one-year offer. So there's a scenario, yeah, if the market, if there is not an opening for Xander Bogarts to get his money as a shortstop, I think he will. But he's fully going to go into the offseason saying, I want to be a shortstop. I think I'm good enough to be a shortstop. I've gotten better defensively as a shortstop. I can be there for at least another three or four years. So I think that'll be his priority. Do you think if they end up keeping Bogarts, do you think any of that has to do with public perception? Like there are, Or do they not care that you know the fans would be pissed, the uh, teammates would be pissed, everybody would be ripping them for, for acting like a small market team? Does that factor in at all, or is it more what you were saying about – they think they can maybe get a deal on the guy at the end of the year. They'll say no, and maybe when it comes to when it comes to the end of the, the road and when they have to make the decision, maybe it doesn't. But when Sam Kennedy comes on and says, and even Heim Bloom and Nesson, 
and they say we haven't talked about Xander Bogarts. I mean, that's what they're saying. Right. What that is telling me, like, of course, why wouldn't you talk about Xander Bogarts <laughs> being traded? But that, what that's telling you is the Kevin Bacon, all is well, nothing to see. It's going to be okay. <laughs> and, and I think that that's an important That's a good mess- reference for our uh, baseball fans out there. Yeah, you know, well, came out I mean, come on. Like, it's, worth, it's worth a Google. <laughs> I <All> saw right? it. <laughs> <laughs> see, Andy knows what I'm talking about. But it's uh, – when. I think that when you come down to Devers and Bogarts, when that subject is brought up to these guys, they know fully well how important the business side of it is. And, and so if you introduce the idea that those two guys are going to be traded, then that is not good for business. I, I saw the other night when I was in there, and there, that crowd was – it was a good crowd, like numbers-wise, but it was the youngest crowd I can ever remember seeing. And you know why? Because they were $9 sit- seats, mm. right? A lot of them. <laughs> and, and, and so, and, and I'll, I'll say this again, being out the All-Star game, the entire city of L.A. was Mookie Betts jerseys. They can't be blind to this, that this is an impactful thing business-wise for this team when it comes to Devers and Bogarts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Rob Bradford at WEEI.com and the host of the Bradfell Show here with Gresham Keefe for the midweek clubhouse report. Uh, Rob, it's a, a two-part question because Keefe and I touched on this a little bit earlier. Nathan Avaldi, do you think the Red Sox might be eyeing to trade him here at the deadline and get something for him? And if they do, is there a chance you could do the Chapman like the Yankees did where you trade him and then bring him back in the offseason? Yeah, well, the first – answer to the first question is yeah I think they would be looking to trade him but I'll say the same thing I said about JD Martinez if you do that push that whole narrative that you're trying to make the playoffs out the door I mean this is as as up and down as he's been he's still an important part of this team so I think that he has Evaldi has to go out and show that he's healthy because I don't think he showed that last time out and so if you do trade him I think he loves it here. When he went into his last contract negotiations, when he was a free agent, he told his agents there was only two teams he wanted to talk to. That's the Red Sox and the Astros. That shows you how much he loves it here. So, yeah, I do think there's a chance he would come back. What do you think the Red Sox could even get for J.D. Martinez? You know, I'm sure there's a bunch of teams that would call. and you know, New York Mets seem like an obvious fit. But what, what are you looking to get for, for him? You know, I think that you could get a major league player, uh, not a major league player now, not, you know, this isn't Yoannis Cespedes deal all over again, but, but I think that you could get a guy who could become a major leaguer and this is where teams are built. Like this is a whole nother conversation, but you know, they didn't get the best value back for the Mookie Betts trade. Let's, we know that now, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And you go back to JD Martinez when he was traded from Detroit to Arizona you know, they didn't really get – they got three guys back. I don't think none of them touched the major leagues. So you can get the right – you can get a guy, but it's up to you to get the right guy. And Andrew Miller, I mean, this is – we can go down the list. Andrew Miller was traded. You got Eduardo Rodriguez. You hit on that. So if you're looking for 
what you might be able to get back? Sure. You can get Eduardo Rodriguez back, but you've got to make sure that you are identifying the right guy, and they missed on a lot of those guys so far. All right, I'm going to go the other direction on this, and I know everyone might laugh, but I do think it is a question that does need to be asked. Rob, is there a chance that the Red Sox could still be buyers at the deadline? All right, so let me give you this scenario. <laughs> I am going to laugh. Uh, there you go. Yeah. That's what we're here to do, amuse uh-huh. and entertain. Um, <laughs> but uh, you, here's, here's that scenario, which is the Atlanta Braves of last year. The Atlanta Braves of last year were sitting almost in the identical spot record-wise, about 500. And, oh, my goodness, they went to the trade deadline, and it was, holy crap, you're trading for everybody. Jock Peterson, Eddie Rosario, um, uh, who else? Adam Duvall. You know, traded for Rich Rodriguez, who didn't work out a relief pitcher. But they were one of the most active teams at the deadline, despite being 500. And you know what? That worked out pretty well for them. I, I don't know if you know, they won the World Series. So, like, yeah, so, the, so there is a case to be made for going all in and not being so consumed with, I can't give up this prospect who might be a guy, but he might not be a guy. Listen, I, to me, always, if you're in it at all, go for it because you never know. And they have enough talent here, which I think that that's worth, the never know conversation is worth having. Where do you think Juan Soto ends up? Not the Red Sox. No, no, God, no. <laughs> Does he end up okay. a Yankee, though? Yeah, I mean, those two New York teams seem, like, pretty, yeah. pretty hot and heavy for him. And, and uh, it, it's, it, why not? Why not? And the other part about that is that you've got to have a team that's willing to pay him, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's the other part of this. So those teams are willing to pay him. And, um, man, it's, it spices up the trade deadline. It sure does. I think this is going to be a great trade yeah. deadline. I think it is. And, and it's locally – we don't know which way they're going to go, which is sort of fascinating. I'll tell you this, and I'm going to loop back to the Red Sox here. If the Red Sox do nothing, that's inexcusable. Like, if you just go around the fringes, that's inexcusable. Because you have enough guys on one-year contracts where if you don't feel you're in it, that's your prerogative, then trade them. But you also have enough guys who you can say you can make a case for going for it, then go for it. But no, don't do the 2019 we're somewhere in the middle. That's inexcusable. Like I, like I quoted Ron Swanson yesterday, you don't want to half-ass anything. You want to whole-ass it. That's right. There you go. You're in or you're out. Whole-ass it. I mean, I was re- referencing Dansby Swanson's uh, <laughs> hair yesterday, and now you you're mentioning Ron Swanson. It's good. all coming together, the great mm-hmm. game of baseball. Hey, Rob, are you hearing anything about Cleveland, the White Sox, and Seattle being really aggressive at the deadline and do you think if there is any chatter about either of those three teams out there, does that play into some of the decisions that Bloom will or won't make? I think it's a good question because, you know, uh, I have someone uh, embedded in the Chicago White Sox organization, so I kind of follow them. And, and it's bizarre because they're, now they're, I think, a half game ahead of the Red Sox. But they're sitting there, same deal, right? Around 500, three games out. And there is no semblance of any talk that they would be sellers. None. And I think that that goes to these other teams. The Orioles can't sell. Like, are you kidding me? This is Trey Mancini's big chance. They can't. They finally got a, a trickle of fans in the, in the crowd. And even the end. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Yep. Guardians. Oh, 50, Guardians. $50, $50 to the Jimmy Fund. Um, yeah, the Guardians. Like, I can't imagine they're selling. All these teams, if you get on the doorstep – you are going to buy. But this, the Red Sox are in this weird world 
where you have the uh, president of, of baseball operations, or I'm sorry, chief baseball officer, and everyone thinks that he's just dying to rebuild the, the, the team using this trade deadline. It's so different than these other teams that you mentioned. Rob Bradford at WEEI.com stops by every Wednesday. Next Wednesday, Rob will be with us for the trade deadline. Oh, oh yeah, baby. Let's, boy. Let's T- go. Right? All right. Uh, yeah, but we're it, reacting it's, to the trade deadline. Reacting, reacting to, to, we're, we're to it. That's right. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yes. on the second, right? So we'll be reacting yeah. on the third yes. when Brad yes. Foe and joins the, us again. And by the way, check out the latest Brad Foe show because not only is Nick Punto on it the, the, of the Nick Punto trade, nice, but uh, but also we we have court, our, our uh, co-host Courtney Finnicum describes how you check baseball scores at weddings, which I feel is very useful information to have. Well, I figured that uh, did the did the, the junior high schooler of the week that you have on break down like how to do that in class as well. well I just we, wondered. I, I can confirm or deny that we did talk about whether or not you should dance with a glass of wine to balance yourself out and. Uh, Coop could not confirm or deny whether he was old enough to drink. Yeah, all right, so. fair enough. There, there we is. go. There yeah. it is. It's, it's the a, Brad Foe show. Yeah, save that for the save that for the twelve forty five segment. Let's there go. you go, Perfect. brother. Right. Thank you, Brad Foe. We appreciate all right. you. All right, enjoy yourself, guys. I'll see you. Thank you. There goes uh, Rob Bradford breaking down everything baseball. BCGloucester.com.